0: This is the Humans of Gaming podcast, an open and honest conversation about games, life, and belief.
1: Hello and welcome to Humans of Gaming. I'm Drew Dixon. I am the chief content nerd at Love Thy Nerd and host of Humans of Gaming alongside Chris Gwaltney. Hey, Chris.
0: What's up? I'm the chief executive nerd for Love Thy Nerd. Um, We're still rocking the cool titles. We haven't given up on that yet.
1: You having a good week, Chris?
0: I'm having a week. We, uh, you know, I live out here in Southern California. You know, near South. I mean, I'm 25 minutes from Thousand Oaks, where we just had that shooting. Which is just, just horrible, like, ugh. It, it's hard because they've just been happening so much more frequently. And, like, you almost sort of feel this desensit- desensitization. But, man, when it's so close to you geographically, it's, like, a whole different feeling. And then, like, literally that same, well, not even 24 hours later, like, these wildfires started raging because of the Santa Ana winds. That blows mm-hmm. stuff all around, so it's like you know our cities are on right? fire. Is it, is yeah,
1: th- the fires in a Thousand Oaks. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, gosh, it's wild. Like, it's wild. but you know, well, other than that,
1: <clears throat> yeah. Well, let's uh, definitely encourage our listeners to pray for people out there, stuff uh, who've you know lost loved ones or who are in danger of the fires out there. So definitely be keeping them in your. And your thoughts and prayers, uh, want to introduce a special guest, as we almost always have on this podcast, and today that is Katya Shovchuk.
2: Yeah, you said that, it right. You idea. got it.
1: <laughs> yes, that's what I I just I wanted to say it right and then just get some <laughs> affirmation so I'd feel good about myself. Yeah,
2: like I said, it's like a shove a guy named Chuck. Shovchuk.
1: Yeah. <laughs> shove a guy named Chuck. Yeah. Or
2: you could say Katya Steck, which is my voice acting name, my show name. Right, yeah. So <laughs>
1: That leads me to my next question. Mm-hmm. To, uh, yeah, introduce, uh, introduce our listeners to what you do. You have a, a great uh, YouTube channel. You do some voice acting. Yep. Yeah, how, would, how do you introduce yourself in terms of the work you do in, in gaming and nerd culture?
2: I would say I'm a talk show host. I consider a Miss Cat Squad a, basically a talk show host about geeky goodness and video games, as I usually say on the intros. And we focus basically on anything that has to do with geek culture, and anything that has to do with video games and spreading positivity and faith through everything that is geek culture. So, yep. I mean, that's that's why I, th- I love how Miss Miskaescu and Lovely Nerd are like friends now. Yay! Because <laughs> um we we kind of focus and then we have like the same type of morals and everything. So, it's yeah. it's really great to like collaborate with you guys. Yeah, on yeah,
1: I was thrilled when you reached out to us to collaborate because um because yeah, I agree. I think we have a lot of the same ideals and goals and um yeah, and I definitely encourage people to go check out Miss Cat Squad on YouTube. Um, really great, like really great videos. You do a fantastic job with it. Yeah, just
0: and- fun. She's so fun. Like,
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm just I very like hyper. Like, I'm just extremely yeah. hyper and loud.
0: <laughs> it's kind of funny because, like, we're recording this. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm Pacific time. So, like. You know, I woke up about 30 minutes before we started recording this. Yeah. And you are just bringing all the energy Whoa. to my life
2: right <laughs> now. Because I'm Eastern. I'm Eastern time. And like right now it's like 12 p.m. So what is like 10 for you right now? Nine. Nine. Oh. <laughs> Get that coffee in you. Get that coffee.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's 11 where I am and I'm drinking coffee. There so, we go. Yeah. Uh, you got a podcast right, you know? Yeah. Uh, But, uh, yeah, I want to mention to our listeners too, that you can expect, um, probably before this airs, this podcast airs, there will, there will already be, or by the time this airs, there will already be a video interview that, uh, Madeline, uh, Madeline Turnipseed, one of our editors, uh, for Loveline Nerd did with you. And we'll also have a transcript of that podcast, uh, podcast of that interview, not a podcast, an interview, uh, and so yeah, it's it'll be it's about a thirty minute uh, conversation that you guys had. Um it's really great. Um so so yeah, if you wanna learn more about Miscat Squad and uh and and some of the things that we hope to do with Miscat Squad through Love Thy Nerd, um yeah, go check out that interview. So uh we have another guest I wanna introduce in a minute, but but before I do that, uh Katya, tell us how did how'd you get into into working in this space and gaming and nerd culture like What made you want to start this channel? Like
2: with when I was young, my first video game was Spyro the Dragon. And you'll learn more about that in the interview, like how much Spyro really like impacted my life. And then when I first started YouTube, I was like, you know, what? I don't feel accepted. You know, I don't really feel accepted within like any type of fandom that I'm in. There's like, like I talked with Madeline too about how everything is now like mainstream with geek culture and how there's a lot of clicks. And like, it's kind of like high school in a way. Where people feel like they're left out of certain fandoms, if they're too old for a certain fandom or too young, it kind of gets very toxic. So that's what was my, like, biggest issue when I first started YouTube. I was like, I feel, like, really left out. So I want to really create, like, a space where all the misfits could really come together who feel like they're left out, have an opinion about everything, nothing is biased, so it's like... Everyone who feels like they're left out can come to Miss Cat Squad. I mean, even when I first started, I used to just do like manga reviews and it had that really big, like enthusiastic, positive impact on people because I wasn't afraid to show like actual emotion. And even just like simple reading aloud manga reviews, people were like, wow, we love what you're doing. And then that turned into gaming because I love stories and video games. And then from there, that turned into geek culture, like focusing on like Marvel and like um even talking about like larping and role play and this and that. So it it just i wanted to create a space where everybody could feel if they feel like they're a misfit, they can all come together and have opinions and not be afraid to say those opinions because it really has become like a toxic space where people feel as if like oh, we can't have an opinion here, we can't have an opinion there and it's just it's upsetting because we became, we were like all the underdogs of Nerdom and now it's like There's so much like toxicness within fandoms that people are like, you know, feel we we should accept one another. That's the thing. We should all just accept one another in nerdom. That's my philosophy on that.
1: Yeah. I love it. Cause that's a big part of what we want to be about at Lovely Nerd. Like, and I sense a lot of that too. Like, I think a lot of people are drawn to certain aspects of nerd culture because they feel an acceptance there. Like that maybe they didn't get in their church growing up, if they grew up in church or that they didn't get, um, even in their it's changing now it's different now than when I was a kid but when I was a uh, you know a teenager um I didn't really advertise that I was into like Japanese Japanese role-playing <laughs> games or uh yeah. you know um but now I think maybe maybe people do more but but nonetheless like that's why people are drawn to that space but then but then now that games are mainstream it is a you're I think you're absolutely right it is a big problem where there's sort it's of like, like high
2: school that's a big we, thing mm-hmm.
1: yeah we turn up at our noses at people we think are, are too casual or um or that don't understand the medium like we do or if somebody asks a question about you know manga mm-hmm. or something like oh you're an idiot you don't already know that about yeah.
2: manga like what's your problem?" no <laughs> yeah. don't you manga. mean manga
0: manga i think you meant it manga. could be manga
2: <laughs> manga it's like a uh, tomato tomato See, there's,
1: <laughs> yeah there's some there's some manga fans that are like they get fired up mm-hmm. when they hear that
0: manga. manga? Oh! <laughs> we could talk. Uh, we could talk subbed or non-subbed <laughs> anime, or oh, dubbed know. or whatever. It's
2: like it's it, We just yeah. triggered a yeah. whole
0: bunch of people.
2: <laughs> but yeah, that's the problem too. Another biggest problem that I've noticed is like. People who used to not support, like, anime and manga and video games are now like, oh, we were always for it. But yet you can, like, scroll back up onto their Twitter while they're, like, throwing hate and like, shaming people for loving anime and everything. It's like, you just said that a week ago, but now that it's mainstream and trending, you love it? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like yep. that's with everything, though. Like, it's like when, when a trend hits, it's like people gotta, like, jump on that bandwagon. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Yeah, definitely. Well, I don't want to belabor it too long. Chris has another guest uh, that we need to introduce. So, yeah, Chris.
0: Yeah. So, we have the one and only illustrious Stephanie Skiles with us. Say hi, Steph. (laughs) No, I said say hi, Steph. Hi. Hi, Hi, Steph. (laughs) There we go. Um, But so, Stephanie's here because she is – super great and very supportive and encouraging of what we do at LTN. She supports us monthly, financially. um, And so one of the things we like to do is have folks like Stephanie on here uh, just to kind of let them listen in and be a fly on the wall, but also ask a question for our guests. And so Stephanie gets the lovely opportunity to do that with Kat.
1: Can I say something about Steph as well? Ooh, I don't don't know about that. (laughs) Steph is also one of our editors on the website. So there's a good chance that if you read something on our website that was really great that Steph had a a part in shaping that. uh,
0: She made it better. Yeah.
1: So she doesn't just give us money, which we appreciate. Like, that's awesome. (laughs) She she also gives up her time to... And time is money. So... Wow. It all wow. comes
0: back around. And
1: Steph's gonna go with us awesome. to Pax and Plug, which yeah. I'm excited about.
0: So yeah. a, she's like
1: the
2: trifecta <laughs> person. Yeah, she
1: I'm here. We, we basically Jedi home. mind tricked her into doing a lot of things with us. Um, yeah. <laughs> she uh, after we'll see how it goes after a, yeah. after a packs and plug, but uh yeah. but I know we re- I really appreciate you, Steph. I really appreciate your investment in Love Night Nerd. Um so it's it's been awesome having you on board.
3: Take it away. Take it
0: away, Steph.
3: Yes. Okay. So, Cat, um, I love your videos, but uh, you are so mm-hmm. open and very um, you have a way of connecting with people that mm-hmm. with 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 your viewers, with with people in your squad with, uh, that watch your videos. Mm-hmm. You have a way of connecting on the videos that is really special, I think. Thank you. And just amazing to watch. I I do enjoy watching your videos. It's it's really cool. You're welcome. You're welcome. But like my question is how do you how do you find that place of like being so open and being so emotional on the camera and being so um I guess just have that sense of connection when you're not talking to I mean as far as I can tell. But you're not talking yeah. to like live people. Like, say, yeah. for instance, like Twitch casters, you know, they have the chat rooms. Um, you know, and you have that bit of connection with that because you know that people are watching, you know, that people are, you know, talking yeah. to you. And so you can react to things. But you have <laughs> a way of being that way without, without having that, you know, sort of um, yeah. live audience that's, that's viewing you. And so just, you know, one to ask like, how, how you can, you know, how you just start, you know, how you do that connection and how you are so open and emotional um, with your videos. Well, this is the thing. And
2: thank you for saying that because my mom has really been the hugest inspiration in my life. And she has taught me that you should always be personal with people no matter what. And the thing is, is even though I'm literally talking to a camera, I know when the video is edited, it's going to be sent out on YouTube. And this is the thing, like people have to really understand that you're not just like, I'm not just a host. I want to be able to connect with people because I know some people are struggling with certain things or they don't have any friends or they are those misfits, like especially kids and teens, like they feel like, oh, I'm getting bullied in high school. As somebody who was bullied and went through a lot when she was young, I realized that these there's people out there who need somebody, you know, and if I could be that person I'll do whatever it takes to reach that person. So it's something that my mom and my grandparents to teach me where it's like, even though you may be separate from people, like maybe all around the world, the internet can connect you with these people. And you have to feel as if you could be personal with them. Like you can consider them friends. Even if they are complete strangers watching you, they are still people, you know? And that's the thing. Numbers aren't anything because numbers are people. And it's like, the, these aren't just people who are like, hey, I'm number, like, subscriber 1,000. It's like, you don't number people. You gotta treat them like they're human. Because there's a humanness beside YouTube. The the point of YouTube is building a community and connecting with everyone. It's not just, hey, watch my videos and love me. It's like, no, sit down and have a conversation with somebody and make them feel welcome as part of a community. So basically, my my mom and my grandparents have a huge huge impact on that especially when my when my grandparents passed away it was like the hardest time in my life and it really that's when I started with YouTube because I needed that that escape from what what I went through and they taught me like my grandpa my grandfather he taught me the best two words in his life was patience kid and when he said those two <laughs> words because I'm a very impatient person <laughs> very and he said to me two words when I was driving him back from church and we stopped at a stoplight and I was like why isn't anything working out for me, Pop? Like, wh- why can't I, like, do good at this or that? And he just looked at me and he said, patience, kid. And I want to be able to teach my viewers that, you know, you can have that connection with somebody, whether that is a family member, a friend, or anybody. Like, somebody, words are words, but words can impact you in such a strong way especially two words that he said to me until like up till this day, literally those are the things that I say to myself. So another thing is I want to let my viewers know that, Hey, words are words. I'm saying something to you, but I can really make a difference in somebody's life by saying something. That's so cool. Like
0: I appreciate that you understand the, um, Oh, what's the word? Like the power and (laughs) response with great power comes great responsibility. Um, Because that's what, like, all of us can wield that. I mean, that's what scares the crap out of me about Mm -hmm. social media is that it gives everyone immense power because words Mm -hmm. are so powerful. And in YouTube and any of these these things that are these huge platforms with the potential to reach tens of thousands, if not millions of people, um, man, there's so much responsibility that Mm -hmm. comes with that. And frankly, I think it's too much yeah. power for ninety nine percent of people oh, yeah. to wield. Maybe a hundred percent because even um, even as- I just appreciate it, like yeah that you. I, it sounds to me and just what I've what <laughs> I know about you like Thank you wield you. that responsibility because like you
2: have to understand like even a tweet can have a huge impact on, on somebody or a Facebook post. Especially it's now, like- it's
0: two hundred and forty oh, characters. I know. I, mean, man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know it is a lot of pressure. i honestly think that's why twitter doesn't want to like release what facebook could do because twitter knows if somebody has access to over a thousand words literally anything could go (laughs) wrong like i could write a whole book on twitter that would be uh that would be uh, really bad But yeah, thank you for that. Because the thing is like, you got it. You have to be careful what you say online. Like I'm always like, there's a lot of people who like, I have my discord and everything. And we have a support group for people. And we've run into problems where people are saying they want to commit suicide. So we're always like my moderators and I we're always... On track to say, call a hotline because we're not professionals, you know, like we can't take that into our own hands. Yeah, <laughs> Thank big you time. For because, doing like, that. you ha- that's why I always tell people because there's some people out there who try to help, and it's like, you're not a professional, you know, you're not a trained professional. And that's why signing up for professional, like, online websites or calling hotlines, like, they're access to everybody. Like, you could find them online. So, posting them within a support group where people vent, it's it makes me happy that my team and I are doing that because we know people aren't going to be like, oh, I, I'm going to take my life and like, we're here to witness it. So, like we've had a call in before, yeah. like we've had a call like 911 before on a few people because they were about to like commit suicide and then we helped them through that. But it's like, we need mm-hmm. to be careful. Like, that's why I always say with people who are starting communities, you got to leave it to the professionals because we don't know everything. Yeah. That's the thing. Like I'm not, I'm not I'd a trained cur- professional with that. Yeah, no, that's,
1: that's a really important <laughs> yeah. word. I'd be curious to hear you speak to like, cause you talk about a lot about um, being a force of positivity yeah. and building genuine community and, and making a connection with your, the people who watch your videos. Um, and yet I think there's like a lot of people that get into either YouTube, uh, starting a YouTube channel or a Twitch channel. And their goal really is to like, be famous. Oh yeah. Make money. Oh
2: yeah. That's um, everywhere.
1: Like, like be like like, I think there's this uh, assumption too. It's a stereotype to some degree of like people who get into those fields is like they just don't want to work mm-hmm. an honest job or oh, something. Oh, that is
2: know, a huge is thing. I've had people say that to me. Like, oh, you, you should just get an actual job. Uh-huh. And I'm like, this this is my job, you know? But I'm not all about right. just saying, like, hey, yeah. it's all about the money and being famous. It's like you should want to build something that is like honest and something bigger than yourself. I mean, like, there's so many creators yeah. out there who just, like, flexing on them haters and stuff and being all like, hey, mm-hmm. I'm buying this or that, and they're, like, millionaires, and they're showing off with that. And it's like, like you know what? Instead of doing that, why don't you help somebody? <laughs>
1: right, <laughs> why don't you yeah. help a charity? Well, I mean, or- yeah, and I think you – I mean, I, I genuinely think you stand out from from the crowd in that regard. Um, but they're – like, so – it is an unfair stereotype because a lot of people get into it with the desire to do something impactful and to to help people and to to make a um like to do good work in the world that impacts people in a way that makes their lives better. Um that's clearly your focus, I think. Uh it's not the folk. Like I mean if we're honest, like the stereotype also is not rooted uh or is not completely unfair. Like there's some truth to it, right? There's definitely people out there that get into this kind of work because they want to be a big deal or they want to just play games all day and somebody pay them for it or whatever um
0: you know what i sorry you know what i love to see is like sometimes there's a transformation where people there's a couple ways it happens there's people that like get into it just because they want to be rich and famous but then they get to that point and they're like oh crap like I have a lot of say in people's lives. Like the responsibility starts to weigh on them, and you see this like this this switch flip, and they start to take it more seriously. Or there's the people um, that you know, like this happens with Twitch streamers a lot, where they just all of a sudden, like sometimes overnight, are just become insanely popular, and then again, it hits those people like, man, I have a platform here that I could really use for good um i love seeing those transformations it doesn't happen all the time but when it does i think it's really cool
2: yeah because it's like like a lot of people sometimes at first they just want to do youtube to be like hey i'm rich and famous and then it's automatically like you're absolutely right because like the ro- the responsibility like kicks in yeah. and they're yeah. like oh I well man, is that, I that kids still the case that's shame, uh, you know? sorry drew uh, okay uh is
0: I've that, that <laughs>
1: i know what it, <laughs> is, what okay. it is so
0: you okay. can go ahead i promise i'll <laughs> shut up um you're good i don't know if this is still the case but i know like a few years ago when i was talking to somebody else like that demographically the majority of viewers on youtube are like middle school boys is that still kind of the thing i, or do you not? I have a lot
2: i have a lot a huge like kid and teen um mm-hmm. audience what i'm realizing so that's absolutely true so it's like majorly it would be teenage middle school boys mm-hmm. to high school boys yeah. ma- mainly and it's like you need to be careful what you say and a lot of youtubers don't do that like with me if i like i, I hardly curse you know i hardly curse and if i ever do i beep it out like i have like a Perfect. squeaky toy so out sound effect <laughs> it is and i'm like some people are like oh my god this is an adult game why are you beeping it out i'm like because i have a kid fan base you know like i gotta be sure that they are like not hearing this so they don't mimic me and then the parents are like where did you hear that (laughs) on my channel um i always squeak it out, exactly (laughs) because that's that's another thing is like i don't Understand why a lot of people have to curse a ton when they stream, especially when they stream. It's like, guys, you don't have to say those words. Like, say fudge (laughs) instead. You know?
1: uh, Everybody likes fudge.
0: Oh, yeah. Yes. What the fork? I have a a, a tangent story. Let's just keep like bouncing back and forth so Drew never gets to ask his question. Okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I, I substitute taught for like a year, and I remember it was the worst. Well, oh, parts of it were the worst, mainly high school. My very first mm-hmm. assignment where I had to sub for high school, um, I was in the classroom, you know, early because I'm there all day yeah. and the kids are like filing in during passing period or whatever. And man, the colorful language that I was hearing. And I like, <laughs> previous to this, I had substituted for like, you know, third graders. So, like, they don't even yeah. know those words yeah. well. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just sitting there listening and I was like nine. I was 20 years old at the time. So I was like barely older than the kids I was substituting for. I don't even think they Mm -hmm. knew I was there as like the teacher. And so I'm just hearing all these words. And so to start the class, I go up to the chalkboard or whiteboard, whatever it was. And I wrote out all of the words that I was hearing. So like F word, you know, all the four letter words they were saying, I just wrote them out on the board. And (laughs) I was trying to be like that cool teacher. And, yeah. and then yeah. next to each of them, I wrote acceptable substitute words that they could use. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And yeah, it just reminded me of that when you were talking about that. It didn't work. None of them cared. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> I was just trying to go for like a uh, Dead Poets yeah. Society teacher moment or something. <laughs> <laughs> know.
1: They were like... Whatever, oh, yes. you're whatever stuff. Yeah, whatever, bro. Oh, you're, yeah. you're just a it's so crazy, mom. <laughs> they're just, they're just words, man. Oh. <laughs> um, so I want to ask my question. Uh, so my question okay. was: is you know, how do you? Because I think your focus is on, it feels like it is on building community, is on making a genuine connection mm. with your with people who watch your channel, like you. There's good that you want to do in the world through your channel that I think makes it stand out. So how do you keep that the focus when your channel is growing and you are having some success? Because your your channel is is pretty successful. Like thirty-eight thousand subscribers is, is pretty pretty awesome.
0: Well it keeps going up. When we first Thank met you. you, it was like thirty-two. <laughs> And I just, the other day, it's like 37 or something.
2: (laughs) I got to thank my team for that. My team has been working hard on keeping, making sure that it's growing and everything. And they've been doing a bunch of cool things that it just makes sure that everything is okay. You know, like I am not, I am not a number person at all. So when I have to look at analytics, I'm like, oh my God, like, what do I have to do? So my team knows how to take care of that stuff. And I'm, I'm blessed with that. But to answer the question is definitely, again, with my mom and my grandparents, I always have them in the back of my head saying, "cat" because I have I for for real, I have an ego, like I have a big ego, but it's not in a way where it's Yeah, we we all kind of do. But I use my ego for good. You know, it's like a superhero versus a like a villain. It's like you got to use this stuff for good. Like for Spider-Man, for instance, it's like he can if he wanted to, he could go Peter Parker can go evil you know if he want to he has the abilities if he want to but he doesn't because he has morals so in my the back of my head all the time i always have my mom and my grandparents say, like, and I, with my mom too like she's always saying to me don't let your ego take over don't <laughs> and i'm like you know what <laughs> it's like you're growing cat but don't let that that ego take over you yeah. so it's like i always have those reminders Does she and watch your very stuff?
0: important your mom that. wants yourself oh she
2: yep yep <laughs> she loves it her 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 saying though is i made one episode doing a voice of a lava lamp because my lava lamp is actually a character on miss cat squad and she said you know what i like the lava lamp series <laughs> wow. better than yours
1: wow <laughs> Your mom's a savage
2: but yeah she i know does but she, she is she she like she's like very supportive like, too like she helps out with a lot of stuff things
1: and uh, yeah
2: or... Yeah, she 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 likes it. Like she um watches a bunch of um new shows that come out. Um, she she loves like supernatural things and cop shows and this and that. Like you can actually con- if you think about it, you can consider a lot of cop shows now part of like geek culture because like even with like NCIS, yeah. it's huge. I don't at understand Columbia. that
1: whole world. Like, the there's like a million of those huge. shows. I feel like
2: <laughs> I know. Like there's
1: any no of CSI like and the show- thing is, like.
2: Yeah, Every I know.
1: Or, it like that it's like
2: the thing is, they're all like they all have like the same type of focus too. But then if you get into it, it's like that's why this I will Kind them. of addicting.
1: <laughs> no, that's cool. I know. So I
2: <laughs> Yeah, so like my yeah, like my thing is is like I always have my grandparents and my mom mm-hmm. in the back of my mind, and it's it works. It really works. Like the lessons that they did teach me. So many young really people these days like I don't am. have that with yeah. their
1: parents, or it's awkward with their parents. It's, it's oh, awesome. yeah. That, like, oh yeah, that like they've been such a that I continue to be this kind of guiding force in yeah. your in your work. Um so yeah. you mentioned earlier too that you've done some voice acting. Is there like anything there that you would mention to our listeners that
2: I I, I recently um did a TV commercial for a um a college and it was a awesome experience yeah. to do because I got on the phone, I didn't know this was gonna happen. I got on the phone with the casting director, the director, the director actually like guided me through the whole thing. It was like a two-hour process for a like two-minute type. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's like a two-minute video to put on TV and it took two hours. And I was like, wow, this is awesome. But that's what I recently did. And it was really exciting because like my biggest goal is to do like video game motion capture voice acting. Mm -hmm. That is – because again, I didn't know. Like honest, I did not know that you could get into voice acting for a job. Like, when I was young, I was, like, doing characters' voices, and that was my escape from what I was going through and being bullied and this and that and my relative issues. And it was, like, an experience for me because, like, with role-playing, too, like, people gotta understand it. That that helps kids, you know, like, express themselves and learn new things about themselves. Even with adults, too. It's, like, there's role-play, there's LARPing, there's this and that. And it's, like, it's such a huge type of experience that you can become somebody else And that's what like really helped me with like wanting to get into voice acting. And I recently was like, wow, I can actually do this for a job. (laughs) So it's, it's really, it's really exciting. And, um, I've been trying out for a bunch of parts and yeah, it's, it's, it's a really fun and high energy type of community. It's like the entertainment, like community meets like more of a creative type of, community oh, that's, cool. that's more supportive. Yeah, like everybody in like that community is so of supportive. Of each other. Uh, <laughs> <messes> <laughs>
1: it, so that's cool. Uh,
3: well yeah. uh
1: we want to we also want to get kind of personal, more personal with our guests mm. than I think most like gaming or nerd culture podcasts do. So uh yeah, where yeah. did you grow up? Like what and what was that like?
2: New Jersey. And I'm still in New Jersey and uh my family and I are hoping to move out to either California or hey, Hawaii. Come on in the next out. year.
1: we got fired
0: <laughs> because
2: yeah because <laughs> you... the thing is it's too cold here for my mom i mean i've mm. grown up in like with new jersey and it's the people here are exactly what people say about them <laughs> on every show <laughs> they are a toxic cesspool and wow. everybody even steven universe steven universe the most like positive show ever yeah. had to say something <laughs> about new jersey uh, like and that's you can't
0: illegal. turn left anywhere
2: <laughs> i know what's up with that?
0: <laughs> I, I was in know. Jersey for the first time. We did a conference uh-huh. there last year and we're like, we can't turn, left you, can't turn like, left. you have to do all these, what do you call them? Jug handles or something? Uh-huh, and you oh, turn and this and that. And it's, it's crazy.
2: Wait, There's it? signs everywhere. Signs.
0: So it's like, I'm it's enough. like a, you know, when you have to do like a loop de loop to get on the freeway, <laughs> like an on-ramp kind yeah. of thing. That's what they we, do for their left yeah. turns because there's just yeah. these huge, like, stone wall yep. medians everywhere. Yeah,
2: I remember that. You can't <laughs> ever
0: turn left,
2: yeah. And you the were thing there. is, there's signs everywhere. That's and ridiculous. the thing is that people make fun of with New Jersey is everything is spelt wrong on those signs. Oh, it's like you want to go here, it's like, okay, well, why is the T missing out of little or this or that? And it's like it's crazy. And then signs always like the first time I remember when I first got my license, haha. I hit a street sign when I was taking my um, my sister's friend home to her apartment, and I was like, "Hey, I'm backing up. Boom! Here I am on the freaking sidewalk, hitting this street (laughs) sign." And I'm like, "Oh crap!" So if you guys realize on Miss Cat Squad, I have street signs like like as like decoration. Those are the ones you hit. That's no, those aren't the audience. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm not all breaking any laws or anything. But no, it's it's an inside type of joke uh, where I have to remind me that, hey, Kat, the first time you were driving, that's no.
0: what happened. <laughs> well, hey, come to California where you can turn yeah. left.
2: If I know.
1: You, uh, <laughs> I always tell people, if you hate money, move to California.
0: Yeah, totally. <laughs> if you hate money but love turning left, come yeah. on out.
2: <laughs> yeah, because it's the thing is too is like in California they like the YouTube space is right there. Yeah. So if I wanted to have access to anything, I could just go down there and be like, "Hey, can I film here?" It's and they'll be right like, "Hey, there. sure." Cuz it's it's crazy. Like everybody in New Jersey, they like it's like they're so mean. They're so mean. They they literally <laughs> like I have I okay, I have a funky haircut, okay? Like I have the undershaved type of hair, and I sometimes have my hair up, I have it down, whatever. And if I I go out and I'm, people like just stare. And, like, even with my mom, too, it's, like, she, she's she been through a lot. She was anemic. She was this and that, and she lost weight. And people stare at her. And then they have the nerd to ask her, like, oh, what's wrong with you? Why are you so thin? And we're, like, what the Jeez. mother? What is wrong? like, oh, my God, what's wrong with you? Why do you have a haircut like that? And I'm, like, because I remember when I went through my, like, emo type of stage when i was a teenager and i cut off my hair and this like we all go through that but like people would say like oh you're a boy and i'm like are you serious like new jersey is the type of people where they will say anything if you're different at all and i'm Mm -hmm. like wow and even with like in new york too because like I, i have like my previous job i used to work like with a bunch of production in new york and like people there think they're so like different and prestigious mm-hmm. and la la do and it's like they're all in their own little cage and yeah. if like they're like we're all so different. Yeah. So it's like
1: every place has its issues, I think. I live in Nashville, Tennessee, and uh there's like Nashville's kind of unique in that it's growing a whole bunch and there's a lot of like uh celebrities and things moving here. So there's yeah. that. But then there's also like the southern mm-hmm. aspect of it where there's yeah. like I think it's almost like the opposite of New Jersey, I guess, where people will mm. not, will never tell you exactly about you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, they'll they'll tell you exactly what you want to hear, but they definitely don't always mean it. Oh
2: yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. Like the, so, then there there goes the gossip and everything. Like, oh my god, sure, Did just yeah, see yeah. what yeah. he was. So we have
1: sort of that. We
0: say that about Drew all the time.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess. But oh, hey, Steph, um, where do you live? Well, I live currently in West Virginia. Uh, where I was born uh-huh. and raised, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's similar to probably what Drew's saying about Tennessee. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's West Virginia is a very sheltered area in that, and even people that live here, like say, like you know, mm-hmm. the mountains have kind of sheltered and kind of kept, and it's kind of like that way anywhere along the Appalachians. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's a lot of like you know um very conservative um mm-hmm. very like yeah if I if I would get an undershaved haircut people would be like yeah probably assuming things about me that are not mm-hmm. true mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, the thing, that's the thing the stereotypes back on the stereotype train
2: here it's like yeah. when you look mm-hmm. a certain way people automatically assume things
3: about you mm-hmm. and it's like yeah. why yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I think that's sure. everywhere. Sure. Sure. There's something, I mean, there's something
3: like... everywhere. Like I lived in Boston for a year and a half um, mm-hmm. and just moved back here like a few months ago. But living in Boston, like I was always like disgusted at like how everyone jogged. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, like literally it became like a stick, like, like, a, like just a point of just like underlying rage with me. Like uh-huh. everywhere you drove, people would be jogging outside. you know, everyone would oh talk about God. everyone would talk about you know, their running Quit schedules rubbing your fitness in my face. <laughs> everyone would talk about their running schedules. oh yeah,, uh, yeah. and I'm just like, i I hilarious. like walking, like, yeah, you know, And then it became a point to where like because I've tried running before, and it was like, uh-huh. hey, this is all this is all right. But then it became a point where I was like, "No, I refuse to run because yeah. I will not be like everyone else." I know no. because it's like it's <laughs> no. like a
2: it's like a religion to them, like running. Like oh my, it's like in, in Jersey they have. And see, I'm calling it Jersey. Like if people say, only people from New Jersey call it Jersey, and then my accent starts coming out. But like. Um, <laughs> There's bikers everywhere. Okay, and my mom, she is like the sweetest person you will ever meet. But she, no, like like cyclists, like bike, like on the bike, bike, bicycle, bicyclists. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) Bicyclists. new term there but no she's like the sweetest person and literally when she is in the car and she sees these cyclists she gets road rage is like come on because they think they think that they are part of the road and i'm like guys follow the directions like they give like the hand signals like i am turning right i am turning right because we can't turn left i am turning right (laughs) and it's like guys you're gonna like like, the traffic here is insane. It's, it's, it is insane. And literally, what they do yeah. with the fire hydrants, I get so mad about because they could be saving this water, but like once a month, they like dump this. I don't know if anyone else does this in any other state. They dump the water. Okay. <laughs> they dump out this water from these higher... like This is what pissed me off. From fire hydrants, okay? And it, they stand there for hours dumping this water. And I'm like, you could be sending that water and cleansing it and sending it to other countries that don't have water. Life. Oh, my God. So, is it? so it's only to Jersey. Um, only to have
0: We don't even have water in California, <laughs> so... You could send that over here, please.
2: Oh, um, I see these dudes like they're literally like those crossing guard type guys who are like kind of stoic, and you're like, "What's your story? Like, what's what do you have against people? Like, why why you always so like have a sour face? (laughs) Are you
0: wasting all our water? Like, they
2: stand there like leaning against the fire hydrant, dumping it. Maybe you need to report this. Like,
0: maybe it's just (laughs) no, it's in New
2: Jersey, and the thing is, we have we have to pay for sewer bills. We have to pay for this and that. It's like. Crazy. Like with the textbook. Like I
0: think for the crazy. sake of your blood pressure you need <laughs> oh, yeah. to move.
2: Oh yeah. Like, it I sounds mean, like
1: a <laughs> do you remember that show Captain Planet?
3: Yes. Of course. Yes. Yeah, who <laughs> doesn't? Yeah. Exactly. It, like,
1: like, it sounds like an episode of Captain <laughs> Planet where there's like some some mischievous guys that are yeah. dumping water and yeah. like
2: <laughs> No, it's crazy. Of, yeah. It no, it's like, guys, send that water. To people who need the water. And then we have to pay for that, by the way. We have to pay taxes on water and sewage and this and that. And it's like nobody, okay, if anyone who's listening right now, do not move to New Jersey. You will (laughs) die. (laughs) It is a prison. This has
0: to be the most animated answer (laughs) to that question we've ever had. Normally we'd be like, hey, where'd you grow up? I grew up in Kansas. (laughs) Okay, next question.
1: Yeah. Oh my yeah. god! So I do want to ask you about this. Your- is
0: not a commercial for New Jersey. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. I do want to shift gears a little bit because okay. I know you you've expressed uh, that you're a person of faith. Yes. So you grew up in
2: yes. It was I am of the Ukrainian Orthodox Church and it is absolutely it it became part of my life I used to sing in the choir with my grandparents and their friends a lot of my because I didn't have any friends growing up all my friends were everyone who i went to church with and they were like 60 70 80 year old women who i sang in choir with and it was <laughs> wow, so amazing like that i looked forward to going every single sunday and our church also had like services throughout the week so sometimes i would go saturday and sunday with my grandparents and one of my like the, my favorite moments is just definitely singing in the choir and then seeing everything that went on like we had um i know people call them pierogies in the russian Um, faith but in ukrainian we call them pitahit and we in our church in our church hall they're like little dumplings that we make for um christmas and easter and in our church hall everyone would make these little like pitahit all these women would come together and everyone would make it together and it would be like you know flour everywhere and then the cleanup was fun and in our church hall we also had little like easter celebrations and it was it's it's so amazing to see how all these people came together and it was such a refreshing um experience for me when i was young and every easter we would bless our baskets because um we call it um like patastash with um the ukrainian faith and we would have we would bless our baskets we would bless the easter eggs we would decorate like one of my favorite moments for easter is definitely decorating um Easter eggs with my grandfather and we would put them in the baskets and he would use like wax and everything. It was so amazing. I have to show you guys his art because he was an artist and we would put them in the baskets, get them blessed. And it was such an amazing experience. And I was like best friends with my priest, like best friends with him. And it was, it was, it just, it was so, it was such a great experience because like even with choir, so everyone say, and, was so And nasty. when you
1: say Ukrainian Orthodox, is that similar to Eastern Orthodox?
2: Yeah, my, um, from, like, my other side of my grandparents, they came from Ukraine. My mom's side of my grandparents who was closer with, um, their parents came from Ukraine. And they actually went, um, from Ellis Island. They had to go through all that. And, yeah, there's so many stories. So many stories I have with this. Mm. Because, like, it was so good. Because, like, my grandmother, she would make all the food. It was such a good thing. because like she would make the pit of his. She would make, like, blessed ham and this and that. And then we'd have whiting. And, um, every Christmas Eve, um, part of the Ukrainian faith is definitely having um, bread and honey. And then we would have wine, mm-hmm. we would have the whiting, which is type of fish, and like ham and this and that we would say our prayers, say grace, and then go into that and like have a great time with each other talking on, with the family. And then after that, we would go mm-hmm. to church. And it was such it, every year we would do this, and then we would see like when I, I remember at my grandmother's house she on Christmas Eve, she'd be like, "Okay, we're gonna put out all the presents now." And we put all these presents underneath the table under her little tree that she she had on her table. And at Christmas Eve, everyone's like shaking the presents, like, oh, what is this? What do we get?" And the next day we went over and then opened them for Christmas Day. So it was like this yeah, it was like a it. tradition it's to me
1: because. I think that a lot of like modern Christian churches Mm -hmm. today um, have almost like tried to not be have tried so hard to not be quote unquote Mm -hmm. traditional that there's not a whole lot of like ritual or um, uh, tradition, you know, sort of traditional practices that you can look to that are that sort of define them other than. Maybe you know singing, yeah. singing songs and stuff. But even then, like we're trying to sing all these new songs mm-hmm. that nobody's ever heard before. I
2: was singing the songs. I would sing. Um, it would be the original, like from Ukrainian yeah. faith that they but translate you seem to into like, English, and it's love like, so beautiful. These traditions mm-hmm. and
1: these rituals and stuff—they seem to be like a really rich part of your your life. Is that is that still the case? Yeah, my
2: my faith is. Oh, big time. Like, my faith is, like, the biggest foundation of my life ever, and it's, like, what gears me, at what, what make, wakes me up in the morning. I mean, like, God has never let me down. Like, I, I prayed, like, I, for one, before YouTube, I wanted to be a nun, because my grandfather <laughs> wanted to be a priest. That's
0: quite a, so, that's quite a pivot there.
2: I know. Either nun <laughs> because, or Because, like, I, I was, I like,
0: uh, yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> Let's uh, flip a coin.
2: (laughs) Yeah, because like the thing is like it's still part of my – even on my YouTube, I'm always telling people have faith, have faith. And it's like even if you're like an atheist, have faith in yourself, have faith in something. Don't give up on your life because like I have some friends who are like atheists. I have some friends who are a totally different religion than I am and it's like – my my whole life is like what jesus says treat your neighbor as yourself like don't judge yeah. your neighbor don't judge love anybody else and just nerd. treat them with kindness love that love that uh-huh. it's almost <laughs>
0: man that's a great name <laughs> for
2: something yeah right dibs dibs <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, my faith is definitely like a huge part of my life, and i'm not I'm not ashamed to talk about it. You know, I'm really not ashamed to talk about that with everybody and everyone i've I've addressed this on my channel lot. I've said I've even say on my Twitter like I'm a nerdy Catholic, and it's like, yeah, it's it's just like you shouldn't be a, you should not be ashamed to talk about your faith.
1: I assumed that Ukrainian Orthodox is different than Catholic. I'm totally ignorant of these things, yeah, okay
2: yeah it's uh yeah it's um Ukrainian Orthodox is part of the Catholic faith well uh
1: so I'm curious though because I think like I said, like I think a lot of people um especially younger people have these phases mm-hmm. where they look at all that sort of like oh, ritual yeah. and tradition of their of their upbringing and the faith and they're like, that's just not like that doesn't represent me or it feels yeah. if empty or hollow to them or whatever um like hearing you talk about it, it sounds like you never experienced that no or did you
2: i like i like maybe when i was like 15 or something i would be like oh you know i'm angsty and whatever but like (laughs) because we all go through that but like no i mean it's uh, oh except about new jersey oh yeah no like you take that cover it. we saw the take that and do it times 100 like my teen years i was like oh my god but like i think because from 15 to 19 my grandparents they were getting sick and i helped my mom take care of them so, the majority of my life then was helping them get better, Hel- like taking them, driving them to church, caring for them. Because you know what? I always got to say this to people these people took care of you. Your parents, your grandparents, they took care of you. So, it's your turn to take care of them. You know, they sacrificed everything for you. So, take care of them. And that's what that was my yeah. the majority up until when they're passing because I, I my grandfather passed when I was 18 and my grandmother passed when I was 19 and it was a year apart. So it was it was heart wrenching to lose them. And mm. but what keeps me strong mm. and keeps me going is my faith, because my grandfather, even my um, priest, Father Joe, he would say he, he was ready. He wanted to go like my my grandfather was actually like my father and like because he like my, my dad was like abusive and this and that and like that's a whole nother story but my, my grandfather yeah. like he was my father figure and he always taught me that have faith mm-hmm. and be strong and he was he would every every day he would read the bible on the porch on their little porch that they had and just sip iced tea and VA like he, he loved VA like he would have that <laughs> he would like dump VA in a little like cup and just drink it with a straw
0: it's like the one person <laughs> that likes VA <laughs>
2: yeah but v8 i think yeah. a lot of older folks like, v- like v8, v8 has a lot well actually maybe, maybe they it. don't like yeah it for the vitamins but like v8 has a lot of like yeah. fruit juices now like, and they have energy drinks like yo i had some of those energy the drinks V8's
1: yeah wife. and i was like oh my god
2: i'm off the wall right now <laughs> more than i am <sighs> right now <laughs> but yeah it, it's like i know that they're in heaven and they're watching after me and that's what i always like tell people it's like your loved ones never leave you you know they never ever leave you. They're always there because they're mm. they're in your heart, they're in your memory, and they're watching mm-hmm. over you in heaven. And they're at peace, and that's what gives me peace because to know that they're at peace. Mm-hmm. You
1: mentioned, um, like your dad. I don't want to get in this too much, um, or not any more than you want to, but uh, having been, uh, you know, abusive and, and things. Um, I'm curious if that, um, do you think that play because you seem to have this really. Deep relationship with your grandparents, with your mom, um, with with folks in your church, with your priest. Like, um, did some of that cause you guys to to bond together? Yeah,
2: big time. Because my dad, he his wife, I actually don't call my dad. I call him Bill. He actually gambled my mom's thirty thousand dollars that she saved away. He gambled it away, and then he did drugs. He did alcohol. He was an alcoholic for years. I still remember when I was like ten years old, he came home and there was like this frame, this picture frame that we had ha- like had up. Like, do you know when you're in like middle school or kindergarten yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah. and then you make these like handprints and like for like paint and everything you put him on paper he smashed that and he was like mm-hmm. literally through th- the glass went through his palm and then he was showing me like haha look what i just did and it was it was bad my mom went through a lot with him and because of financial mm. issues they still can't get a divorce this and that and it's like he's better he's a lot yeah, better now hard. but you don't you don't forget those type of things when you're growing up yeah. and it was i was kind of like my mom's shield like i would always stand between them like she even had two mm. two huge Akitas and they were names of Kato and yeah, Suki, and they're, they're huge the type, type of dog? dog, huge. Her her um one dog was over one hundred fifty pounds, like Kato. He was huge. <laughs> People thought that she was walking a bear around town with him. Yeah, she's <laughs> like They were afraid. The he, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, but no, she he would actually stand between them too. Like, he would literally get on his hind legs and stand up and um, go between them to protect my mom. Like, my mom considers that her soulmate because he literally... People don't understand. Pets can leave a huge impact on you. You know, a huge impact. And, like, he he protected her from this. So it was was tough really growing up. And every day, half, like, like, maybe even every day, I went over to my grandparents' house like we all of us just went over there every sunday we would have dinner with them my grandma would cook but then it started to go like we wanted just to escape from the house and have that escape at their house and i'm telling you that house was magic i don't care what (laughs) anyone says like that has so many good memories and every good little thing happened and you know what's really sad is like when they passed away you felt that it was gone you know like when you feel that presence of something you feel that it's gone and it was it that crushed me when I was eighteen, especially when my my grandfather passed. Eight. Like you felt that something was missing, and it's like that's why, especially when people with grandparents too, they leave a huge impact yeah. on your life.
1: It's mm. uh, talking to you about these things is interesting to me because I think um, like you you pay attention to all these details of your relationships and experiences with people, like the V eight juice and and how much you talked about the the you know the things. Uh, and the, the things you would do at church and all these, all these details and stuff. I think so often we don't, and we just speed through life and don't pay attention to those things. And, uh, yeah, it, it's interesting. It's making me think about how, uh, how unobservant I am sometimes.
2: So. <laughs> Cause you know, the thing is, the important thing is like, you always have these things to look yeah, back on. Yeah. Like if you, if you lose someone, you always have these things to look back on. And that's, what's the precious thing about memories. that's, that's one thing that God does give us is he gives us the ability to remember. Yeah,
1: that's that's good. I'm curious if you, what, what's your, I mean, again, you know, say however much you, 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 you feel comfortable saying, but uh, what's your relationship like with your dad now?
2: Yeah. We're just on talking terms. It's nothing like, you know, it's just like we're civil. And then that's that's that. You know, you got to You got to put up with what you got to put up with. And like, (laughs) I always get on his back. Like, you got to, you know, get up and do more things. You got to do work around the house. You got to do this and that. And it's like, it's it's toxic, but. Uh, it was worse when I was a teenager because you know when you're going through something and like hormones and this and then and everything bothers you. You're so insecure. Like that was that was me. And especially at the time when like when my grandparents being sick, he would still do that. But like it, it's gotten it's gotten better. You know, like he's it's just it's just a civil type of relationship now. It's not like I don't I don't call him dad. I just call him Bill. And it's just it's just civil. So it's not like he's still like that because he no know, he knows that we all stand up for ourselves. Now. like my mom's become such a strong person. I'm so proud of her to see how strong she has become over the years. Like, cause she was the type of person who would never say no to anyone. And now she's finally putting her foot down and finally saying no. And finally like taking care of herself. So it's, it's good to say it's really good to see from, especially when you're from my perspective as a daughter, seeing your mother suffer so much, it's like, it's good to see that she's finally taking care of herself.
1: I really appreciate you sharing about this because I know that we have listeners out there who are probably experiencing these kinds of things now, like are in difficult, difficult relationships with their parents or with maybe it's with a spouse or something. And so just to hear from somebody to say, like, you should stick up for yourself and you should um, Mm -hmm. get help and you should, you know, um, you know set boundaries for these kinds of things um because
2: what i'm I- realizing there's so many people out there there's there's more bad people out there but there are good people out there who would want to help like i've i remember when i played the game detroit become human and i saw that scene with the abuse and it it crushed me because it was it felt so real and why i always thank quantic dream the studio is like because they were able To capture that, you know, like for somebody who went through that and I see that in a video game, that's going to save lives. And then there was like the whole controversy about like, oh, they shouldn't put abuse in games because that's like champion abuse. It's like, no, they're not. Don't be controversial about it. Like it's what's important about it is they're showing this like more video games need to show this because the player will be like, wow, I'm going through this right now. I can get help.
0: I think it's uh, I'm, I'm really... I appreciate you sharing this stuff because I think it also can show people that, uh, you're so positive, (laughs) you know, you're, you're a cheery person. And I know that that's not always the case because that's everybody, but I think you actively are choosing to, you know, yeah, that stuff sucked, but going forward, um, you can choose to use those experiences Uh, for the betterment of others which is I think what you're doing and trying to do so I think that's cool
2: and it's and the thing is is my mom always says to me is God gives you what you can handle and perseverance builds character so like everything I went through God made me go through for a reason because now I can speak up about it and help others and that's how I'm looking at it. It's like instead of looking at it in such a negative light and atmosphere, I'm looking at it in a way saying, "God knew I can handle it, and He knows what we can handle." He's not. He's always like, you know, "Hey, I'm your friend here. Okay, I'm the big guy upstairs. I know. I know exactly what you guys can handle. Here you go." And it made me. It made me who I am today, and I'm very thankful for that. Like I'm thankful for my struggles.
1: Well, we're thankful for you and for <laughs> yeah. you sharing your story. This is uh, really like. It was I mean we hit everything. Why New Jersey's terrible and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh your new channel and how you got started there yep. and your faith and, and how you um, how you've worked through some of these things and are trusting you know, trusting in the Lord and all, in the midst of all of it's really yep. really encouraging. Um where can people find you? I know YouTube channel. We probably want to start there, but where all can people find you on the internet?
2: They can find me YouTube slash Miss Cat Squad, um, Twitter at either Miss Cat Squad or cool. my personal Twitter is Kacha Steck VA um which means voice acting which usually i post there about like my voice acting journeys and like supporting people who run miss cat squad and this and that yep. um we also have and We should
1: say um we should say miss cat is m i s c a t miss cat squad
2: yep. and it's yep. all
1: one word on, yeah. on, on youtube <laughs> i just say that because it's not miss which some people might think no it's like, exactly like misfit we were talking about earlier i think yep
2: that's what it is it's it, misfit right? plus cat because i love cats and also cats money <laughs> but another thing is um instagram (laughs) my my younger sister tatiana she is a photographer and she's gonna be taking a bunch of pictures there for miss cat squad and even her like she wants to do a lot of positivity like with mental health with her photography because for she Mm -hmm. um she was a psych major like for psychology and she's looking to work for like the veterans association to help them and like for like a government job and this and that and she's also like helping people Through her photography, um, just spread positivity and for mental health, and like to with the stigma and everything to to make people be aware of it.
1: Uh, And uh, yeah, any any final thing, any other final projects you'd mention before we close out here?
2: Um, definitely that check out. Like, stay in touch with Miss Cat Squad because we're working on a lot of things. We're also working on um the All Ages of Geek website that will be coming out, and probably we're gonna think around 2020. I'm not. I'm not. We're gonna like keep it posted there but we're gonna be doing a lot of fun things with um all ages a geek which is like the main brand that miss Get squad is under so definitely gonna be partnering with you guys from love thy nerd and doing lots of fun yeah. things with you there
1: yeah we've got some some videos
2: planned. nice things cooking up <laughs> yeah yeah i know because that's right. the thing all ages of geek because miss Get squad is bringing all the ages of misfits and geeks all together so that's that's what i wanted to do for that and it's gonna it's gonna be fun like my team and i are working on it it's it's a lot of tough work as you guys know to run a website and everything but it's it's coming along nicely and we have a lot of fun plans for that so yeah and and also one last word is definitely don't come to new jersey <laughs> <laughs> stay away oh, no. <laughs> Poor
0: new jersey Poor jersey <laughs> Hey, uh, Kat, yeah. do you have a Patreon or how can people give you money? Yes, I have a Patreon.
2: Money? It's patreon.com slash Squad. Pay
0: her to do this stuff.
2: Thank you. <laughs> it's not easy. It's not easy because it's like yeah. we're doing a bunch of production, like with my – how I do production and everything. It's not just the typical sit-down let's play or sit-down talk show. It's it's a lot of work. It's but like Seriously,
0: I- here's a – okay, everybody sit down, sit down because down. here's a word from your Uncle Chris. <laughs> Um, yeah, this stuff costs money. Uh, what Kat is doing on the scale that she's doing, the quality that she's doing it, like that doesn't just happen. And I know it's easy for us because we're so inundated and surrounded and saturated by videos and articles and all this stuff. We just think, oh, like it's easy, anybody can do it. But the reality is that it takes a lot of time and a lot of money. And if you love what Kat is doing, if you love what we are doing at LTN, or if you want to see us do things together, then jump in the pool and support us and help us do it. And what's cool about that is that then you are also doing it because we can't do it without you. So it's not just about, you know, you chucking some coins at something, but like you're becoming a part of it more so than other people. And that's why like, you know, with Steph being here, like she's a part of this, and in so many ways, it's not just like the Chris and Drew show <laughs> or the Cat show. Like, um, it's really all of us doing this together and trying to bring about change yep. and uh, spread love all and that positivity. Stuff. So, yeah, you can stand back up now. Uncle Chris yeah. is done. Um, thank you. Thank, I thank, you stands, thank you, Uncle Chris. Thank you, Uncle. I don't know who stands and listens to podcasts. Be, like, but, be yeah, be attentive
2: you know. to Uncle Chris. Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, and one last thing, I wanted to mention, Steph. Tell us really quick. Steph runs a really cool thing called Game Chat. Tell us about that really quick. Yes.
3: Yeah. So, yes. So, with Game Chat, um, it is a group that exists on the interwebs um, where we um, take games um, and we play chapters or like two or three hour increments each week. And we meet to discuss it on Discord um, weekly on Tuesdays. Video game Um, book club. Yes. (laughs) it's It's a book club for video gamers. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we talk about not just about gameplay and, yeah. and mechanics, but just but also about story and characters, struggles, you know, things that the games address, things that it doesn't address, things that it could do better and things awesome. that it does wonderful. So um, you can find that at thegamechat.com. That is like a book club. I love that. <laughs>
1: That's great. Mm-hmm. So, and you don't have to read. That's the great Exa-
3: thing about it. <laughs> no, you don't have to read. Here's there you there go. go. <laughs> have
0: fun. You do have to read oh, in-games sometimes, true. though. Sometimes. I the the yeah, worst yeah. I thing, like too.
2: No, I, I love to read, too, but the worst is when the, the font is so small and you're like, what is this saying? Yeah. <laughs> yes.
0: They're doing that Great. more and more, or maybe I'm just getting older and older. No, they, they are doing more. that.
2: that that's, that's true, but they are doing that more. Like, um, one critique I had for the new Life is Strange 2 game is the text was so <laughs> small. Like, don't get me wrong, that game overall is an emotional whirlwind, yeah. But yeah. like, and I love it so much, but the text, like, when you're selecting certain things, Things, it's so small compared to the first one.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. I read faster. Yeah. so yeah. It can be annoying, yeah. though, too, when yeah. you can't
1: skip, like dial. Like, if you can read, like, I like to be able to read it. And then if I can't, like, skip ahead, I'm like, come on. But anyway, that's a whole other podcast discussion. But, uh, but where, uh, Steph, so where can people did you mention where people can find the best way to find a uh, game chat?
3: best way would be thegamechat.net. Um, that's our website where we have all of our previous, um, Recordings. And we also have the podcast form. I almost forgot about that. We also we also have the podcast form available on Google Play, iTunes, and Stitcher under um, Game Chat. So yeah,
1: and Steph is also an artist. Does some really cool storyboarding yeah. stuff he does it all, and man. freelance. <laughs> if you're looking for someone to do some art for you for your website or or game or. Steph, you're on Twitter. Is that probably one of the best ways for people to reach out to you?
3: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Yeah, on Twitter, um, my handle is stuffskylesart. Cool.
1: I'm DrewDixon82 on Twitter. Chris is not on Twitter.
0: I uh, am Coffee, did you even... on Twitter. Oh, yeah, you are. But I
1: don't he is. actually Uncle Chris do is. <laughs> He just doesn't tweet. I think my
0: last post so was wanna... like 2014.
1: So you should get on Twitter <laughs> and like post stuff to see old Gwaltney. Uh, or maybe I'll
0: make a new one called Uncle Chris That's
2: Do idea. it! Oh my god Oh my god yeah. Like give yeah. like yeah. advice Like do mm-hmm. Uncle Chris I advice smoking, no. I need like a oh smoking jacket
0: And a picture <laughs> yeah. and a chair. It's
2: like
1: all this like really judgmental advice <laughs> To <laughs> millennials yeah. I'm, good yeah. good. Cool. I'm good at this The only thing I'm good at is do judging
0: it. people <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I would fuck Um yeah. Katya, did you mention your Twitter handle? I forget.
2: Yes, my personal is Katya Steck. It's K-A-T-Y-A-S-T-E-C-V-A.
1: cool. And uh, follow us on Twitter, Love Thy Nerd. It's at Love Thy Nerd. We're on Facebook at Love Thy Nerd as well. Uh, Instagram, we have a YouTube channel that we're working. We're starting to try to get some more stuff on there, Um, but you can find our podcasts there. Um, You should definitely go and search for Love Thy Nerd Community on facebook and join our community that's where um all of the nerds that kind of follow love Thy nerd hang out and talk and talk about nerdy stuff and geek out over things and are generally pretty nice to each other uh we moderate it pretty heavily to make sure (laughs) people are generally pretty nice to each other so um yeah we have this is and by the way humans of gaming is just one part of love thy nerds podcast network we have two other shows free play which is uh, covers all aspects of nerddom and is really entertaining and fun uh, definitely go check that one out and then we also have The polis, which is our new comic book podcast so definitely go check those ones out um, I think that's kind of it go check out lovethynerd.com for some great uh, articles about um, educating you on gaming and nerd culture but also just celebrating uh, goodness and truth and beauty in gaming and nerd culture um, and uh, I, think, I think that's about about it for us so uh go rate review our podcast on itunes and think about supporting us at loveliner.com slash partner Uh, huzzah huzzah (laughs) huzzah